You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national, sometimes the international, covering down on all the issues. And like that dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Uh, Well, time now, 2.06 p.m. on Tuesday the 31st, last day of January, the first month of 2023. I cannot believe that's already gone by. I mean, like, wow. And Boomer's on the board. Hey, brother. Hey. How are you? I'm good. I'm just trying to get this website up and running again. That thing is <laughs> finicky today. Just a finicky website. It's all right. all right, though. We're still on YouTube and everything else. That's though. right. Yeah, you want to live stream the show, and, and the website doesn't cooperate for the moment, because I'm sure Boomer will have it fixed momentarily. Uh, you can always go to YouTube and go to Right Side Radio and stream the show from there. Uh, we got plenty of doings. Uh, so listen, I got to tell you, um, the, the stuff that I've got in the Triple Dipper today is the kind that just kind of makes you proud to have a radio show, just to be honest. But uh, the first thing out the gate, I will tell you this, at 3 o'clock you're going to want to stay tuned because our friend Jeff Poor, who is the executive editor at 1819 News and the host of the Jeff Poor Show uh, down in Mobile on FM Talk 106.5, he'll be with us, sort of putting the, uh, the capstone comments, if you will, on the first part of the Triple Dipper about state action. So we'll, we'll cover that down with, uh, with uh, Jeff Poor at 3 o'clock. Y'all stay tuned for that discussion. In the meantime, I still have a Triple Dipper, so Boomer, hit it. The Triple Dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right, the Triple Dipper. Three stories, three themes, if you will, that you have got to know as we run today's show. So, yeah, number one, state action. And you're going to hear about it for a little bit. My monologue is even kind of dealing with this. State action. There are times when a state has to tell the federal government, no, no, that's not the way we do business. Or for that matter, hey, by the way, federal government, here's how we do business. Because there is such a thing as the 10th Amendment. So we're going to talk about state action. And I mean like literal state action. What is our own Attorney General Steve Marshall doing most recently? Story out today on 1819. What is Governor Greg Abbott doing about the border? What's happening with uh, things like South Dakota? We'll talk about it. State action, number one in the Triple Dipper. Number two, there's so much creep stuff going on right now with technology. I mean, like, okay. So number two is called too much tech. I get it. Technology. It uh, saves us time, allegedly. It makes our life easier, allegedly. It also gets a little creepy, allegedly. We'll talk about that. Number two of the Triple Dipper. I mean, you almost want to say, and then Skynet became aware. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, number two in the Triple Dipper, too much tech. And then number three, uncommon sense. I've got stories where you look at it and go, well, that, you know, why'd you do that? Because it just makes, it just makes good common sense. I mean, or if someone does something, you think, well, yeah, you finally came around to it. Thank you very much. Uncommon sense is number three on the Triple Dipper. We got plenty of info in that one. You're going to enjoy that piece. All right, let me, let me jump over, though, to my monologue, which today is actually going to tie right into the first part of the Triple Dipper. And, I, and I'll ask you this first off, right out the gate. Do you remember the July 2020th Independence Day celebration at Mount Rushmore in South Dakota? Uh, it, was, it was an incredible major event that drew in thousands of tourists. It came at a time when the nation was, you know, reeling from riots and dysfunction. And the event featured comments from President Trump himself at the, live at the scene and a flyover by various military aircraft, including Blackhawks and Ospreys and fighters and B-1 bombers, the Blue Angels. Even Air Force One flew over. 
Charlene and I watched it on TV, and it was absolutely, absolutely one of the coolest, most spectacular celebrations of our nation that I've ever seen. It was also a victory for the state of South Dakota, whose governor, Republican Christy Noem, was proud to showcase her state and to welcome the nation to see what South Dakota had to offer. An amazing fireworks display with the backdrop of Mount Rushmore. Golly, it was, it was, just, it was just incredible. And then it all came to a screeching halt. Nothing happened that was bad or detrimental to the state. No one died. No property was destroyed. By all accounts, it was a boon for South Dakota, and everyone who watched it loved it. But the reason why you haven't seen fireworks at Mount Rushmore since July of 2020, because President Biden was elected. That's it. Nothing more. Mount Rushmore is technically on federal land since it's part of the National Park Service's properties. Upon taking office in early 2021, the Biden Department of the Interior canceled the state of South Dakota's fireworks permit. Governor Noam called him out. She tried legal action, but in the end, her hands were tied. So she renewed the permit request again for 2022, and it was denied. A few weeks ago, this year, 2023, she let it be known that she had once again acted on behalf of the state that she governs to pursue the permit for 2023 and has just recently been denied for a third time. In her view, a view that I share, by the way, the main reason is because the Biden administration breaks out in a rash every time someone hearkens to the memory of Trump. And one of the last great memories or moments of the Trump administration was the dynamic display at Rushmore. There's also talk that a Native American activist group had complained to the Biden administration that the patriotic celebrations were somehow a violation of their historic tribal grounds. But the sense that most people have, though, is that the perpetual denial of the fireworks permit is merely an act of pettiness by the Biden administration. It's sad, really, and it's completely unnecessary because the people of this great nation, in a bipartisan fashion, deserve the opportunity to celebrate on their own lands without political pettiness reigning on the figurative parade. But as petty as the Rushmore issue is, it's far worse when we see a weaponized federal government taking actual action against a state for merely doing what states are authorized to do. It's a problem that's been around since time immemorial, with states fussing that the federal government is constantly encroaching on state sovereignty. Sometimes the states are wrong. They claim the mantle of sovereignty in a manner that's inconsistent with federal law, like when a state attempts to abrogate your Second Amendment rights and has to be told by the Supreme Court that they're wrong. But more than at any other time in my life, I feel that it is a constant actuality that the federal government is berating states for doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Never more so than what we're seeing now with the Biden administration's war on the states. Example after example permeates the news cycle of states being smacked around by a big government mentality from D.C. And those states who have actual leadership are pushing back. I mean, there's this pesky little thing that big government federal types hate to talk about. It's called the Tenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, a part of our Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights, those ten things that were enacted by the founding fathers to cement in the minds of all who read them, that the Constitution did not intend to centralize all governance and it did not give the national government the ability to alter basic human rights. The Bill of Rights is an epic set of principles enshrined in our law. Things such as freedom of speech, freedom of religion, the right to bear arms, the right to due process, the right to face one's accuser and to have one's day in court, to afford the citizens the right to seek redress from their own government when it goes astray. It's an amazing set of principles that were born out of the experiences of having had none of those rights under a time of tyranny. And after spending the time and political energy to enact the first nine amendments, the founders capped off the Bill of Rights with the Tenth Amendment, the final say. 
the word that seals in all those things in the first nine amendments and says that whatever other powers don't actually belong to the federal government, that those powers are devolved thereby to the states, and the states shall not only have a right but a sovereign duty to act in the best interest of their citizens by enacting such state laws and resisting such federal laws that would in any way impugn the validity of the state's duties to do so. So when you see efforts by the federal government to do things like, oh, I don't know, force an abortion pill on the states and claim that VA hospitals will begin conducting abortions, regardless of whether a state is a legal pro-life state, well, then you're looking at an attempted abrogation of the Tenth Amendment. When you see a federal government that ignores a southern border that is wreaking havoc on the citizens of the border states and then demanding the border states stop trying to build their own wall to protect their citizens, well, you're looking at an infringement on state sovereignty. When you hear that requests for religious accommodations in the wake of an unwise vaccine mandate are being denied in blanket fashion and that a state is set to lose up to 15% of its National Guard, like Alabama, then you're looking at harm being wrought on a state by a centralized federal entity. When the Federal Department of Labor gives out instructions that fiduciary duties are to be ignored in the management of state retirement funds because ESG, or environmental, social, and governance scores, mean more than profitability, at that point you're looking at a violation of a state's fiduciary sovereignty in providing for its citizens. Or when an activist mentality in D.C. denies and cancels the use of state territorial waters for oil and gas exploration, thereby having a dramatic negative impact on the revenues that states rely on for budgeting, like Alabama, well, at that point, you're looking at a financial encroachment by the feds against the stability of the states. Now, listen, I am absolutely a fan of the federal government. I'm not a fan of the overreach of federal government. I know there's a role, and I believe that it is ordained, and I believe that the scriptures tell us that we are to honor those in authority. But I can also recognize when those in authority step outside their lanes, and they have to be told so. It's one thing to see the pettiness in denying a celebration at Mount Rushmore, but it's quite another to know that a federal government has so little respect for the actual constitutional rights of a state to do what it must do, what it is required to do, to support and defend the welfare of its people within the borders of its state. We are all one great nation, but the founders, in a sense, gave each one of us our own bedrooms in the same house and allowed us to decorate the walls in that part of the house ourselves. The Tenth Amendment, it means something. It's there for a reason. And based on what I'm seeing, it's a good thing that it is. And that's a wrap for the right side way. Well, there you have it. I'm half in lawyer mode. <laughs> We're going to talk more about that when we get back, though. We're going to hit number one of the Triple Dipper and just keep that same vein going. State action. You're going to be impressed by things that are happening with your own state attorney general, with the governor of Texas, with the governor of Florida. I mean, there are some things that are happening right now that clearly indicate that there is a reason the Tenth Amendment exists, and there's a reason why state officials have to enforce it. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all the North Alabama solid conservative and just plain right, saving the world one soundbite at a time. 
Hey, listen, uh, we've already got the text lines are open. If you want to text in, number is 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. Um, and, uh, and I'll be honest with you, it's, it's, it's just amazing to me to, to watch the text lines going and, uh, and to see what is happening daily with the interaction. With, I mean, I love this audience. What, what, Boomer and I get cracked up sometimes. And by the way, I will say, too, that sometimes the audience has engagements that we hadn't even planned on. Like, for instance, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, Tyler, hope you don't mind me doing this. Boomer and I just prayed here in the studio. Tyler from Huntsville just texted in. He's a truck driver, said he's up in, in Virginia. There's a multiple truck accident with fatalities, and he said pray for the driver's families. So anyway, uh, yes, we are. Yes, we did, Tyler. If you're listening, just know that we actually paused and prayed together in the studio, and uh, blessings on you, my friend. Um, so, yeah, uh, we've also got the uh, the website. Um, Which is showing that old show. And, and all kinds of things that are happening here. Uh, in the studio that are just amazing to me because Boomer's Mr. Tech Man. <laughs> I'm the guy, so I'll be honest. I just just saying, and and anybody who's been in the military, anybody who's been in the military is is, is probably got what I'm talking about here when I say this is that uh, I was what they called a push to talk guy. I, it, it, literally, if if my radio guy, if my radio guy would say, I'd say, hey, uh, like I remember his name was Seleski in Afghanistan. I'd say Seleski. I need to talk to headquarters. Yeah, Roger that, sir. But uh, hey, listen, uh, frequency modulation, amplitudes, uh, sunspots, uh, you know, time of day, uh, yada yada. I look at him and go, Seleski, if I push the little button while I talk to somebody, oh yes, sir. That's all I want to know. And so, <laughs> so I come to work. I come here, and we were just talking about the fact that I could do this show remotely if I wanted to. But I love being in the studio. Boomer and I get to interact together when we do that. But but literally, I have no idea what all these buttons do. <laughs> Even the ones on your desk. Uh, you, I don't know, know which what they one, are. You know one button. Your I mute button. The mute button. <laughs> I, I know how to do that one so I can sneeze without telling the whole world that I sneezed. Unless they're watching. Just saying. Then they're going to see you. They're going to see you. <laughs> yeah, well, you got cameras at so many angles. I, I can't I can't even, like, there's nothing I could do inappropriate. I just, you know, nope, just, just <laughs> I, I, yeah. Cameras are everywhere. Um, but hey, listen, uh, what I'm also stoked about is the fact that we got a great team here. Um, and I mean that when I say that. So, you know, y'all don't, y'all don't get to see Alicia. Alicia is uh, the cat herder. She's uh, she's in the office running things. Boomer's in here making all the buttons work and the microphones turn on and, you know, and putting things up on social media. And then I just get to talk. And <laughs> I mean, I do other stuff. But nonetheless, my, my do way more other stuff. OK, some. <laughs> uh, sleep is highly overrated. But we'll just that say way. we all have a great time in here together. We do. We do, but I, but I think the audience gets that too. So here's the thing, folks. I mean, I'm going to tell you, this show has grown exponentially in the last year and a half. I mean, go figure. I was telling somebody on the phone this morning, I, I don't even know what I don't know about radio. I've never, I've never done this before. I'm loving doing it because of the connectivity with the audience. But on this show, you're going to hear constantly what I call the mission and the message. The mission is that every single day, and I say it all the time, don't I? The mission is that every single day, I hope you listen to this show and we do what I call the four E's. We're going to educate, enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Uh, and give you what it means to be a conservative walking around in today's world, arm you for those water cooler conversations so that when someone says, hey, why do you believe what you believe, shabam, you've got new talking points that we just talked about the day before. That's, that's the mission. But the mission is driven by the message. And I'm not kidding when I say this. I hope that on this show, the things you glean from this are that we stand for the fact that, in my opinion, Jesus is Lord, America is great, Alabama is beautiful, and oh, by the way, life is worth living. Mm. Uh, so... Um, that, that, that's, that's the mission and the message, um, and it carries through in everything we do. I, I write an op-ed that comes out every week. Uh, we do the show five days a week. We podcast the show. 
Where are we at today on the podcast, though, dude? Oh yeah, we're I'm we're go, up I'm there. Gonna, hang on, I'm gonna guess. I'm okay. gonna say. 111,200. Oh, you're no. No. 112,100. Shut my mouth. <laughs> so, all right. So, and is California still our second biggest audience? California. Yes. Come on, California. By the way, later this week, we're scheduled to have a California state senator on the show with us. No way. I told her second biggest audience for the podcast is out yonder on, yes. the, left, on the left coast. We love you, California. <laughs> Absolutely. And then tomorrow's the day, Boomer. Tomorrow's the tomorrow day. Tomorrow is the day. All right. So tomorrow's the day. It's not just Camel Day. Tomorrow nope. Hump Day, we call it. But uh, tomorrow is the day when we launch the second round of, uh, you know, communique from, communique. from right like side. That. Yeah. So uh, the uh, po- the true podcast of Boomer and McQueen, The yes. Right Life. The Right Life. The Right Life. You, you already got, what, three in the can? Yeah, four. It'll four. be four. There'll be four released tomorrow. Four released podcasts. That's right. Tomorrow as part of the Right Side family. This one's called The Right Life with Boomer himself and his lovely bride we call McQueen. That's right. So Boomer and McQueen doing their gig. And, yeah, uh, y'all should go just to listen to McQueen. You should. <laughs> you should. She cracks me up. You, oh, man. You married a live wire, man. I did. I married up. You married up. I mean, she's your better three quarters. Absolutely. Like the lovely Charlene is definitely my better nine tenths. That's, <laughs> uh, but all right. We got all that and more. We're proud of this show. We're proud of having an audience like this. And uh, Tony from Piedmont just texted in. He says, I like mute buttons. <laughs> just doesn't work in real life. <laughs> No, that's called self-discipline. Self-discipline is the mute button of life, Brother Tony. Mm. Um, we got uh, Brian from Huntsville texting in saying, uh, thanks for the prayers of the truckers. says, my wife taught me, never say you will pray for someone until you close your eyes and send at least a silent prayer first. And, we, well, we, we did it, an out loud prayer, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe from Owens Crossroads, um, he says, push to talk is way better than the guys that are pushed to think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, at least I got a thought and I'm ready when the button gets pushed. Um JT from Lacey Springs says, you need a shirt. I drink coffee and do stuff, but Boomer doesn't drink coffee. Uh, I don't. I don't. Well, yeah, we have to work on that. Right. It's still coming. I'm just <laughs> still saying. Still coming. Still coming. I got to work on it. We're going we're gonna to have some Java on the desk one day, and Boomer's going to sip it and go, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> this is... This is like black gold. We're gonna. It's, it's gonna be loaded up with milk and sugar just for to make you just feel okay. <laughs> just to make me feel good. Have some girl coffee. We'll get you some girl <laughs> coffee. All right, we're taking a break right now. We're gonna come right back and jump into the triple dipper state action. Uh, you're gonna want to hear what your attorney general's been up to. I kind of like it. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back.